Hey, Michael. Yeah, Joe. Do you know you can get your Service Monster subscription for free? Wait, really? Yeah, all you got to do is click that referral friend button in the upper right-hand corner of either five or six, and there's a form. If you fill that out with a service provider that you know, and they purchase with us, you get a one month free. Wait, so what if I fill it out 12 times in a year? The whole year is covered. Wow, that's crazy. And if you do that once a year, you'll never have to pay for Service Monster again. But wait, there's more. Here's a bonus. By helping Service Monster and referring service businesses, you're helping us grow and make a better, stronger product that's going to help you grow your business. Dang, that's awesome. I'm going to go press the button right now. Nice. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Service Monster Podcast. My name is Joe Kowalski, and I am your host today. We're going to talk about, well, we've got Michael here, so you can guess we're going to talk a little bit about marketing. Yep. Every time we bring him on, it's kind of like his go-to. Um, he wants to focus on branding and logos specifically. Uh, how do you choose your colors? What? How much attention should you pay to this? Should you just grab something out of clip art? Um, you know, should you pay the money to go get the big wrap and the big brand? We're going to have that discussion, but first some house cleaning. Michael, what do we have today? Um, well, first of all, just want to remind everyone the experience is coming up uh, next week. Actually, when this is out, it'll be the week. Holy cats. Yeah. So September 18th through 20th. Now, it was much earlier last year because I saw the bump in leads, which we're yeah. still killing, by the way. Fifty mm -hmm. percent increase in lead acquisition. So we are pretty pumped around here mm -hmm. in the last month since the trials come out. Things have yep. really started gaining some momentum. Yep. Yeah, so September 18th through 20th um, in Las Vegas. Um, Skyler and Annette are both going to be there, yep. uh, our sales team. So if you're there, stop by, say hi to them. Take a selfie. Um, yeah, take a selfie. And what you said last podcast, I think, like send it to, to, send it yeah, to you. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> you can try our new mobile app if you haven't there. Mm -hmm. um, check out the newest features. Uh, I think we're doing a couple giveaways as well. So we you can do. enter to win um, whatever those are going to be. Um, I don't remember exactly what they are. No we'll we'll figure it out. We'll get it. We'll get it though. There'll be giveaways. So. I just work here. Yeah, <laughs> you just work here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, um, there's a couple new marketplace editions, which are pretty exciting. Yes. Uh, Pink Callers is one of them. Um, they're kind of a call center staffing agency, but they're they're more than just a answering service. Um, they're kind of a full hands on um, remote office person for your service business. And I, you know, I've heard good things about them. Mm -hmm. Like any call center, you start to approach the danger zone at about 50 clients. They're there. But here's the flip to this. She's ridiculously staffed. I mean, to the hilt. Like, I can't believe it type staffed. So she's got a shot at some numbers. And if she can balance the equation, then she'll make it work. Now, the other kicker to that, of course, is turnover. That's why we... Mm -hmm. Well, besides distraction, but that's why we gave up super agents. Um, but man, it sounds like she's really trying to build a culture over there yep. that's going to, you know, have some quality individuals who are going to stick around. So yeah. I would encourage you guys to check it out. I don't, I haven't heard anybody who's using her directly. 
Not any service monster clients. No, yet, I don't right, believe. right. Yeah. Um, but man, just I love the model. Yep. I love her attitude. She's doing yep. the right marketing. She's hooking yep. up to all kinds of stuff. So, yep. um, I would encourage you to check it out if you if you guys have been like, man, we miss super agents, and I wish you had those back, and or you're not really satisfied with the now keeping in mind that you need to shift your expectations. Right. A, they're not going to be as good as your office staff, ever, ever. But in lieu of an office staff, you can't afford them. Mm-hmm. Trying to get off the truck. Same yep. reason why we create super agents. Um, it's an invaluable service. You just yep. have to align your expectations a little bit so you're not expecting the moon. And they're mm-hmm. certainly not going to be as good as super agents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, try them out. Yeah. yeah. I think they're going to be a, a great company. I think um, I'm just I'm, I'm curious to watch her move through this process. So yeah. it's fun. Yeah. It's really cool to be a part of. Um they're seem like a really cool company. And it's, an, and it's something that's so needed. Yeah, it but is. But the we expectation has yeah. to be set correctly coming yep. in, right? We had to do the same thing. Yep, yep. exactly. Um, another one um, that we just put in today, Hatch, they're kind of a sales pipeline, automated follow-up software. Um, they're big uh, for the um, HRI users. Um, I know ChemDry um, yep. works with them a lot. So um, another option if you want Shout to automate. Shout out to automate. Erica Herman for putting that deal yeah, together. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, they're kind of, if you just want to automate more of your uh, sales follow-up process, another one to check out. Um, that's in the on your Service Monster 6. Uh, Marketplace. Yeah, tab. on the tab on the side towards the bottom. On 5, it's up top, right? They're up top. Is the there tab. a full-blown Marketplace in 5? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, full blown marketplace. Got the flippy things on it. They flip over. You know, yeah. last time I logged into five. It's been a while. Get over to six, people. It's time. Yeah, we shouldn't even mention five. I didn't mention five. No, no, I'll just... mention five to <laughs> okay. get them over. Like, yeah. if you guys aren't moving over, I need to know why at this point. Yeah. I knew why before. I yep. wouldn't know why now other than I don't want to. Yeah. And don't make me change my process. Yep. And I know how to do my job. I mean, so I get those. And if those are those, fine. You know, eventually, you know. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, as long as we're not supporting it and fixing it all the time, then, yeah. which we're not. So yeah. it doesn't really cost us anything to leave it around. Yep. But get to six because it's so much better yep. and we'll be so much well supported and we'll be so much overall the functionality and is just, just unbelievable compared to five at this point. Plus, you'll be getting new features if you're in six. If you're in five, you're not going to be getting anything new ever. ever. Um, we're constantly improving the product, constantly ever. releasing new feature, features. <laughs> yes. And those are in six, not in five. That's so right. it's worth it. Yep. And I know a lot more people are moving over too because I'm getting questions from people that I personally did onboarding from from like six or seven years ago who I know are just stuck and said, okay, you got the schedule finally right. Now there's no reason for me a couple days later. Okay, I really like it. And holy crap, I keep finding new things. But the the one that I keep getting is how am I going to convince my staff? Uh, So I'm like, I don't know how to tell you to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Just – do it like anyway we'll get off that horse yep but seriously switch to six it's better it's (laughs) worth it um anyways um moving into smug um the big smug post of the week courtesy of you joe um you can talk about it more um i think there's a lot of questions this is about smtp if you're in smug you saw it um, about us providing the default smtp service and then discontinuing that at some point yes um so joe what do you want to say about okay, that? Let Just me, to clarify. Yeah, yeah. So let me go backwards. Like I was explaining it to my children from when they were the smallest to the mm-hmm. biggest. So I'm explaining it to my six month old, uh, three month old, four month old, somewhere around there, three or four month old, you know, it depends if you added together the sleep that you get or don't get. <laughs> I would say a 
functionality inside Service Monster is not changing. B. Functionality inside Service Monster is not changing. You will be able to send your emails, send your, do your drip campaigns, do your can't do all of that stuff. So I want to be very, very clear with that because then people immediately freak out and get confused because they don't understand a word of what I'm about to say next. Which is, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> in order to send an email to you, I need to use a protocol and a pipeline. We send messages around the internet on the HTTP, right? Hypertext Transfer Protocol. That's how we send documents back and forth across the internet. And some of us have figured out really hacky and clever and amazingly technically complex ways to create these rich experiences by simply sending documents Mm -hmm. back and forth on this pipeline. In order to send an email to somebody, you've got to use the same pipeline or the same concept of a pipeline. The pipeline's called SMTP or Simple Mail. Try again. Simple Mail Transfer Protocol. Mm -hmm. So that's the pipe that you send email through. That pipe is managed by a service company, which right now Service Monster has a vendor. We pay a company to provide us with a generic SMTP service so you can send your emails through Service Monster without knowing about any of this crap. I'm going to take it away. Bottom line. (laughs) It's going to happen. It's going to be slow and methodical, and we'll do it in stages, and it'll be new users first who are told on their setup wizards and training Mm -hmm. videos that – Hey, step two after logo is go set up your SMTP. Here's how to do it. Nine out of 10 CRMs do exactly this. They do not provide default SMTP services, and they make you go hook them up on your own. You can get a free one from Gmail that will allow you up to 500 emails a day. And you can take the three fields and copy and paste them into the three fields and service monsters account and then you can use Gmail's SMTP. And then all of the email functionality within Service Monster will work as it does now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the technical side of it. Why are we taking it away? Okay. So the first reason is your deliverability on that pipeline sucks. If you're monitoring who gets your emails and where it goes into spam, sometimes it will go into spam and sometimes not others. And you'll be like, well, that's odd. But it'll happen at scale. Like 20% of the email you goes out, 30% of the email you go out will suddenly all start going into spam. That's because everybody uses that same pipeline. And someone pisses in the pipeline, the whole pipeline's ruined. Mm -hmm. And so the reputation has to be cleaned up. And that's our job. So not only do I pay money every month for a service that's increasing in cost, and I haven't increased prices on an individual client ever in their entire history, fits 16 years, our costs are going up. But this pipeline is a shared pipeline, and it gets tarnished. And so the deliverability rates of these emails go down. 
That's bad for you. Some people recognize that immediately and they know what's up and they'll just switch to their own SMTP services because they've been through this before. Or they've, you know, they're, they're familiar with the general um, system itself. There are other individuals who have no idea exists what's happening behind the scene. Uh, and then there are some people who don't know for a while and then find out or get frustrated and then blame Service Monster for the non-deliverability. There are two things that affect the deliverability of your emails. Content is number one, and the reputation of the pipeline you're using is number two. Mm-hmm. And they're both equally important because if you have the wrong content, if you say the wrong words, you have the wrong attachment, you 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 look like spam, Google will ship you to spam. Mm-hmm. And if you're using a pipeline that's poor reputation, then Google will ship you to spam. And so people get pissed off and then we coach them through and say, look, just use your own SMTP service. Here you go. And then they're happy and they're like, oh my gosh, why didn't we know about this ahead of time? And we communicate this. We've said blogs, we've done, I've done an ask. I've done, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We communicate, we buy emails and we buy Facebook ads just to communicate these ideas. And not everything gets through, even for the people who want to consume all of our content. I don't know if you could. We just pump out yeah. so much. <laughs> I mean, not as much as we used to. I think we've refined it down to, you know, um, a way to communicate to our clients and, and potential prospects that's really benefits both us and you guys. But, yeah, this SMTP thing is a bane in my side. And then someone will go out and blast, right? It's like, well, mm-hmm. we have smug partially so you can – uh, um, express your frustration and feel like you're being heard and then we can act on that feedback yep. all in one place so but when you go out you know on some other random group and make a post before contacting other people in smug or me personally or whatever then it creates an interesting environment which is like it has a dog pile effect especially for the service monster haters look lurking in the shadows mm-hmm. and you know who you are you're the ones who want to be on Service Monster, but you're kind of stuck with where you're at. There's some legit people who are like, no, I'm totally, I love where I'm at. Like the grass isn't greener. Get real, though. The grass is greener, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just is. Now, there's lots of reasons why you wouldn't move over. And I have told plenty of people, look, Service Monster's moving, making the move doesn't make sense. I digress. Moving back to email. So that's the deal. Uh, There's a whole bunch of reasons why I don't want to have to deal with this anymore. And I don't think I should be culpable in the poor deliverability of your email. Does that make sense? I think I, I take some of the burden here when our email isn't being delivered on our pipeline. So I take that seriously because everything Mm -hmm. is my fault. And so what's the easy way to fix it? Because I, I can't actually fix it. The, the only way I could fix it is if I started charging you guys individually for individual SMTP services that we hook up via an API. Uh, so in layman terms, if I would start charging you a monthly fee to use an SMTP that I designate strict to you. I mean, if that's a potential ser- you know, solution, let me know in the comments. Like, I'd be, I might be open to that. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, oh, you're nickel and dime. Like, no. Again, we're trying to provide quality services, control our costs, and at the same time, produce the best product. And the fact of the matter is the SMTP pipeline that exists on Service Monster by default is not the best product. That's right. just it. And so you guys know I shut down $35,000 a month in revenue because it wasn't the best product. Like I don't play when it comes to this stuff. 
So yeah, I'm pissed. Yeah, I'm frustrated. Yes, there's a whole bunch of reasons why it can go away. I'm not going to take the rug out from under you. We'll take our time. In the end, it's going to go away. Yep. One thing I do want to point out for you really, really super savvy people, and you know who you are, gumming up my pipeline, but yet <laughs> sending your emails and invoices through your own SMTP service, I'm going to give you two lanes. So I'll let you buy two separate SMTP services, hook them both mm. up, direct one for marketing and drip, and direct one for your everyday use. So that way you can have Google or Gmail. You can use it only for sending invoices. Keep that reputation management clean. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, even if you keep your list clean, you're going to get some reputation issues that you're going to have to deal with. That's just a fact of running a business. Learn how to do this stuff already if you don't know about it or have someone who does. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right. That's that's covered. Yeah. That's good. Now it's clear. I think anyone can understand that. So that's perfect. Mm -mm. Um, I don't know if that's true, but okay. Well, as good Justin, as did you understand that? Okay, it's right, as good right. as it's gonna get. Yeah, How about probably. that? How about that? There we go. Um, all right, moving on. So uh, Ethan Dell had a um, a post saying, "Is there a way to change the site address in the new app? I can't seem to find it. I had to do it in the old app." Um, and you commented saying three things we are tackling. The first one is optimization. We're closing that one quickly. Yep. The second one is better site management. Yep. Third will be accounts receivable. Yes. Um, so just I think the intent with this post um, and for our discussion here is just for you to kind of outline a quick kind of mobile roadmap yeah. over the next month. Or yeah. So number whatever. one, Brian's yeah. taking a vacation, well-deserved vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he'll be gone for a week, hanging out with some family on the east side. Um, so before he leaves, he's trying to get a push out on Monday, which is phase two of the optimization, which focused on the home screen. Um, and the results are super duper awesome. Awesome. So there was so much room, like we didn't even have to get super deep architecturally. We were just like, oh, here's a whole bunch of plumbing that was left over during Mm -hmm. the construction of the app. Let's just clean that up. Cool. And uh, that's what he did, and it looks awesome. And then he fixed a handful of, like, friction points and knowing bugs. Okay. Uh, so that will go out on Monday. Um, and then uh, he's gone for a week. And then when he comes back, he's going to focus on st- just the straight-up schedule and job fetch. Okay. And, again, huge amounts of low-hanging fruit in order to get that dialed in to super snappy. Um, and so I'm very excited it, it's not going to be difficult at all. Sweet. Uh, and within a short period of time, the optimization performance pr- improvements will be a done. Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, and then after that, you know, we've, we've talked about a couple different things. And between now and then, something can pop up. I'd really like, though, to tackle that um, accounts receivable bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looking site at, management. Yeah. yeah, especially now that you can text and email links to your clients mm-hmm. to have them pay online. So if you have that set up, can you imagine sitting in your truck at the end of the day before going in and bringing up who has still owes you money and hasn't paid you? Yep. The last time you've sent them anything, you select a batch of them and you send them a templated batch email. And so they each get individual emails, right? But in this case, it would be just you're selecting, hey, do this with this group of them, or they get texts or whatever. Yep. And you're just like, pay me, bitches. You get that mm-hmm. to the end of the day. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited by that. But even that's not necessarily um, mean done. I mean, this optimization for me is like done. 
because yeah. all the complaints that we're getting at this point, which are a very small number, but very vocal, mm-hmm. um, are about this sluggish performance on larger bits of data. Yep. And I'll let you know a little secret. They're pulling down a year's worth of data. So if you run a large operation yeah. and you do like like NPS, 14 trucks, four jobs a day, yeah. five days a week, and then a handful on the weekends times 52 weeks a year. It's a giant amount of data. Mm-hmm. And they're making that request on the regular. Yeah. So that's, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> and so um and then it takes a long time to sift through it too once it's on the other side. You only show want to show one job. You got to go sort through all that information mm-hmm. to go pull that one job. So um and it, you know, it was fine during development. They were just like, let's get this part done and then move forward with all the bits that Joe's cracking the whip about, yeah. right? So this is just a cleanup effort. So you know, we're just going to get the data live to start with, but we do know that we have the capability of running in offline mode. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the architecture was kind of testing. Um, the sluggish performance had to do with a handful of things that really aren't going to come into play when we have the option to go into offline mode. But we will have two ways to deal with the data. One is your live and mm-hmm. one is your disconnected. Yeah. So we're, we got to refine the live because we went too far on the disconnected as a yeah. test. Uh, but again, lots of room to squeeze it out, low-hanging fruit. We should be able to knock that out in no time. So I would say that's the next three weeks. Cool. Uh, and then, of course, any little things that, that pop yeah. up. We do have to sort out the site management. It's mm-hmm. a massive hole. We've never run use cases against it. When yeah. we do, we'll clean it up. It yeah. won't be hard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to switch to yeah. a different site on the current record, to update the site yeah. itself, to – you know, do that through the process, whether it's a job or an order or on your account. So I'm I'm aware, especially for you guys who work with a handful of sites, I apologize. You just got to dial it in on the client yeah. before you take it out in the field. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I think at the very least, we're getting great feedback from that, which is awesome. Yeah. You're saying we haven't had, we haven't explored use cases before, but now we're getting them um, from you guys, from the users, um, which is helpful, yep. you know? And like, hey, this is what I needed to do. And it's like, oh, cool. We didn't think about that. Perfect. Let's do it. Totally. So, yeah. Um, let me skip this one here. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Adam put it in there. He wasn't feeling well today. So I'm okay. just like, I'm just going to skip that one. Well, let's just jump in the reason why you're here. Then. Yes. I was going to say we can. Because we want to talk yeah. about a handful of things yeah. so like logo. We covered some it. big stuff already. So. We did. Yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to give value to, you know, people outside of Service Monster. Yeah. Um. And and I've seen as of late on the bulletin boards people asking about, you know, updating their logos or getting new logos. Mm-hmm. And man, I just can't believe the still amount of people who use Microsoft clip art. Mm-hmm. So can we please get these guys edumacated on logos and branding? Yep. So how do you want to tackle this? Well, um, I just I kinda wanna Break it up into, uh, I think the main thing I want to talk about is visual branding, but there's also other branding elements that I want to talk about at the end. Um, So just kind of overall, um, some key points about having a business, having a brand. Um, Do you want me to just go? Yeah. Go off on it? Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, as a business, you have a brand, you are a brand. I think that's something that a lot of service businesses don't understand is that their name the um, the visual identity, how they look, um, how they present themselves, yes. yeah, all of that encompasses or is encompassed by their brand. That's right. 
Um, Part of Service Monster brand is big fluffy beards. Exactly. <laughs> well, not mine. I mean, you know. Well, no, trying, but, but there's enough of us. Yeah. If you go look at that, yeah. uh, like Adam too. You know, you totally. guys. Well, Adam Justin. came in shaby face. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. Seriously though, like the, there, there's so many elements that make up a service business's brand, any business. But obviously, we're applying it to service businesses here. Um, so, kind of what you need to do as a business, you need to promote your brand as a whole. You need to make your brand memorable, um, sticky. Yeah, make it unique. There's something you can do to make it unique. That's a big focus um, of of this talk, I guess, is is trying to make it unique, or at least getting to a level where um, you're at least doing as well as your competitors, I guess. There's so many people who are just, like you said, they're using clip like clip art, art yeah. logos, and it's just like, man, like at least get to a certain level, and then you can maybe focus on um, improving from there. Right. Um, another big thing is consistency across all of your marketing materials. Huge. Visually, I'm insane about it. Yeah, it's like you you have to be consistent. You can't use like a color scheme here on your van and then like a whole different color scheme with different logos and like a different um, font on your um, business your flyers cards, or business cards. Yeah. Your door hangers. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You can't Website, do that. Website, digital media, Facebook, yeah. Instagram. It's, it's bad. Don't do that. So just, just, just don't get to, get to some, get something figured out that you like and stick to it. Um, and one thing that you brought up earlier, starting with your van or truck wrap, starting yeah. with that, because that's a that's a pretty large investment out of the gate well, of course, in terms of marketing yeah, materials. Yeah, and the, the main reason I like you guys to start with your wrap, and I don't mean start, start, right? You should do mm. some homework ahead of time yeah. and, and feel it out and then get some professional help. Yep. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you really decide like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to tighten up the whole thing yep. end to end. Start with your truck. Because it's the biggest purchase, and it'll force you to sort out all the details. And the details are pretty simple. There's a color scheme. Mm -hmm. There is font selection. Mm -hmm. There is uh, an imagery. Mm -hmm. And that imagery proportional to the size of your main name. Optional tagline. And, and those things, especially that color element, starts to bleed over into everything else that comes yeah. after it. And so once your wrap is done, once your truck is done, or at least once the design is done, that gives you a really great starting point to then spin off business cards and brochures yep. and postcards. And and I, I'm going to take a little side, especially, okay. look, guys, if you're going to get design work, Ryan Kittering is amazing, right? Prolific prints. Yeah. Um, I'll put a link in the description. Absolutely. Put a link in the description. Page. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's the, I've ran across all kinds of designers over these 16 years we've been doing mm -hmm. this. He's the only one who's consistent. Uh, he loves it. He gave up his carpet cleaning business to start doing design work. Mm -hmm. Top notch guy. All right. Yep. All that being said, Plug I got a bone to pick <laughs> with, uh, not him, but just a general, uh, uh, way a post went down because somebody was asking about um, getting work done for mm. for uh, business cards. And my comment, and somebody was like, oh, how about Ryan? And then somebody was like, oh, no, Ryan won't do that, uh, making a joke. And I came back and I was like, well, you don't use a shotgun to kill a fly. <laughs> so part tongue in cheek and part to get the client at Ryan's door, I went, why don't you do this? Have them design a postcard for you and then have them give it to you in layers. And then you can mess with the business cards. And then mm -hmm. if you get new employees or whatever, you can get the process down and change it. Yeah. 
And then I got snarky comments, something like, what are you doing? Like telling them secrets and that's not good business for, I was like, that's a bunch of bullshit. It's good business for Ryan because I dropped, I was helping to drop a client at his door. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it, you know, these guys are all tongue in cheek anyways. So, eh, eh. (laughs) people are too sensitive. Gosh. I mean, sensitive people. (laughs) Well, moving back to branding. um, uh, One thing also is uh, your business name. Yes. Um, I'm going to, I've got a lot of questions here for people to consider. Like, what does your name communicate? Is it clever? Is it creative? Is it plain? Is it boring? I got one right off. Wait, wait, wait. What? Here you go. Watch this. I was just scrolling through Facebook. Two moms and a mop. Two moms and a mop. That's a horrible brand because of the connotation. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Don't do that. Yeah. Apparently, there's all over the nation because on the maid service boards I follow, they just found out about it and they're rolling all over the place about it. Yeah. There's, all, there's also some funny ones, though. <laughs> One of my favorite ones is a company in Florida, a pressure washing company called Sasquash. Oh, nice. And so it's S-A-S-Q Wash. Yeah. And their logo is like a Sasquatch. Yeah. And I saw that and I Wait, messaged where are they them located? in Florida, which what? is weird. Yeah, they don't even like talk about Sasquatch. We own the Sasquatch. There. I know. I, I talked to him about that. Baby. He's like, yeah, it'd probably be a lot more effective up there because <laughs> they have some other Sasquatch-related thing in Florida. That's, I love it's it. It's not called. But, it's called like the... Swamp how something how many Sasquatch businesses are there in Florida, though? Not very many. Zero. So that's why. As Probably opposed none. to yeah. right Pacific Northwest, yeah. you yeah. can't swing a dead fish yeah. salmon without yeah. hitting a Sasquatch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that, it, that's just an example that off the top of my head of one that's like it was memorable to me because it was clever and it was kind of funny, but it wasn't like weird. You right. know, it's like right. Sasquatch and it has a Sasquatch it. logo. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. It's like yeah, what awesome. was the, what was the um, Men in Kilts? What was it? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, gosh. We work with them. They're a window cleaning company. Mm. Um, they wear kilts, and their tagline's no peeking because they climb up on ladders all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Let me search it real quick. Yeah. Is, if I can find it. Um, is it called Men in Kilts? I, I think, see Men in Kilts. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Window cleaning service. Yeah, up in yeah. Canada. No, no, no. They're, like, all over the place. Well, there's a bunch up in I don't know Canada. if it's an official franchise or if it's, like, a branding kind of network, but those guys are cool. They have some really good Instagram runs too. So yeah. you guys are looking for yeah, inspiration. Men, men in com. Yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, another, another creative So yes, name. creative names. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Service yep. Monster. Yep. There we go. It took me longer to name that than any one of my six children. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's probably a little bit harder. I don't know. Something. You can't change. We, you Well, you can't change either name, I guess. You can't change your kid's name. You can't change your company no. name. Got to make. Well, that's a good point though, actually. Rebranding, yeah. Is like to you, this company is like. A child. Yes. And you can't change your kid's name. Not easily. You can, (laughs) but you usually won't. And so don't, and so pick a name from the beginning that you want to stick with. That's good. Don't just. Your name's Jimmy now. Yeah. (laughs) Do something that you're going to stick with. Like, like it's bad. It's hard to do a name change. That's a whole nother can of worms is name changing and all that. Um, We'll go off on that, but that's, you know, that's something. Rebranding. I wrote a whole article about it way back when. Yep. I gave somebody a couple of weeks ago. They were like, holy shit, that was good. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank, thank goodness. Because yeah. it was like eight years ago. I was hoping yep. it'd still be relevant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, just overall why why branding is important. Um, I did some research to find some data, just um, some some research on, on how consumers view branding of a company. And this is general for any company sure. or business. But still, I think it's, it's relevant. Um, generally, there's 
five to seven brand interactions before a consumer remembers a brand. Mm -hmm. So that's why consistency in your visual identity is so important because you want those multiple interactions to um, trigger the same sort of response, the same sort of memory. Um, That's huge. That's why you want to use the same colors, same logo, same font, same imaging, whatever it is. Um, so those five to seven interactions that the consumer has results in them actually remembering you and remembering you correctly. Um, another statistic said that consistent branding across all channels increases revenue by 23%. Don't know exactly how they're you know getting that data, but I think the principle of it is solid, of having consistent branding across all of your channels will help yep. it is only going to benefit you it cannot hurt you that is correct um so this then going into the specific visual branding elements we can blow through this pretty fast but just logo obviously you got to have a logo um hiring someone you mentioned that's a really that's probably the that's definitely the best option that's my best advice yeah just hire someone look at even if you think you're good at this you suck at this yeah I mean, you know, there might be a few of you out there that care, that really have an artistic eye and that would painstakingly mm-hmm. go over this for a month and, and dial in the right colors and then do the research, not, not just rely on yourself. Mm-hmm. This is a big problem, right? Be introspective enough to know that you need external help, even yep. though if that means research. Like how yep. long do we take to research the color on the new Service Monster logo? I mean, right? a while. Yeah, we remember. spent time. And I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not talking in terms of, hours upon hours i'm yeah. saying that you've taken the time to yep. say what are other people saying what are the experts yep. saying and then you can break the rules once you've learned them if you want to um but man really going and seeking out that information mm-hmm. or you can pay someone else who's already doing that yep right like yep. ryan uh, yep. and and it's not that much money for the effort they put into it yeah so yep yeah so that's just something um really important from the get-go have a good logo um, and try to make it unique, please. I've seen on Instagram so many logos. Not that it's bad. And like like a lot of there's some great companies that have this type of logo. Sure. Um, but with like a, a like a drop of water with like a house in it. I mean, I've seen probably at least 10 different companies with some variation of that logo. Yeah. And it's it's in, it's interesting. It gets the point across. I like the logo for what it represents as washing water and a house and everything. But it's not really unique anymore because so many people have copied it um so try to come up with something unique something memorable um yeah and well here's something to think about too because i can see the immediate reaction being well michael you look at window cleaning accounts and instagram across the nation and and Mm -hmm. so of course that's going to get you're going to get hypnosis hypnosis from that but when you actually look at your specific geographic area well i'm unique right now but what's the danger of using a logo that everyone else is using everywhere else but where you are? Is that eventually two or three guys are going to yeah. pop up and they're going to start using that logo? Yeah. And then you're going to lose your uniqueness and you have no edge. Mm-hmm. So yep. not it's some something easy to copy and easy to kind of manipulate to be different enough to not be like, you know, obvious plagiarism or right. trademark infringement. Um, do something cool with that. Yep. Just hire someone, like you said. Just yep. go back to that. Just hire someone. Um, kind of the same with that, just fonts and colors. Pick a font or two, stick to them and everything. Pick a few colors, stick to them and everything. And fonts say a lot. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, a strong font in a 
italic has a certain feel to it, mm-hmm. uh, communicates to Mr. or Mrs. Jones directly, right? Mm-hmm. A black and red asteroid type fonts with straight edges, that's dude, like all over mm-hmm. it. I can sell that to guys all day long. More pastels, slightly scrolly fonts, but still legible and not mm-hmm. stupid. Uh, you know, now I'm talking to Mrs. Jones. Yep. And that's yep. before you actually start with copy. Yep, exactly. So, yeah. Um, that's the big thing with these, with the fonts and the colors, is just keeping them consistent, um, making that commitment. You got to make a commitment with this stuff. Um, another interesting little fact I found was how a brand uses color affects the visibility and reinforces brand recognition by up to 80%, you know, mm-hmm. kind of given. But a good thing to consider, again, to just kind of drive home this point of just being consistent with it. I used to um, say when I give marketing, one-on-one yeah. marketing consults way back when, I used to say, look, if your brand is consistent enough or if Mrs. Jones sees it four or five times on the truck, on the, you know, post-it board in Little yep. Johnny's, back of Little Johnny's Little League field, yep. someone should be able to see a piece of paper blow across a football field and you would recognize where it came from. Yep, exactly. So the the combination of fonts and colors yep. and the way that the piece is put together should be highly recognizable yep. across all channels. Exactly, yeah. Um, so moving on to a website. Um, websites are crucial. Um, you have to have a website. If you don't have one, make one, and I'm going to tell you how really easily. So Wix.com, not an ad, not a paid advertising. Yeah, we but, don't know Wix, but, but they're good. Like. If Wix is fantastic for if you just need a simple website from a template, if you don't have time and money to hire someone to, to put together a website for you, um, with Wix, honestly, you can just pick a template, throw in your logo, change the text. It's a visual drag and drop page builder, so it's very intuitive. And you can still copy and paste those yep. web forms from Service Monster yep. into your yep. Wix page. Exactly, yeah. That's one thing I put down too is about about they're so important for lead capture yeah. um, and for com- customer contact. That's why it's important to have a website. It's a place for your ads to land um, for people or for people to land when they click on your ads. Right. Um, when you have a, uh, some sort of physical ad, like a door hanger or whatever, have the website on there. Um, that's, that's just, it's so crucial these days. And I still see a lot of service businesses that don't. They just, Instagram and Facebook accounts, but yeah. no freaking Exactly. Website. I've seen yeah. that. I see it a lot. And I'm like, yeah. well, you're doing great on Instagram and Facebook and that's awesome. But no place to but land. Just do a website. Like it's not that hard. Um, there's the landing also pages, SEO yeah. optimization, Facebook advertising, that's, like that's all that That's something else is your web presence and SEO. Like having a website helps you rank higher when people search yep. for you. Having just a Google business listing, that's good. But having a website attached with it only helps. Um, Unless you do sketchy stuff on your website and then yeah. you get, but I'm, but don't. that's not a really that common, I think. You might not even know how to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, anyways, yeah, super important. Get a website, um, use it for lead capture, con- customer contact, whatever they need. Um, and also make your website name pretty short if you can. Um, I see a lot where it's like so-and-so's window cleaning and it's like four long words and it's a long address and it's like, it's the business name, which is good, but it's so hard to fit a long name on yeah. marketing material. Kowalski and Sons window cleaning out of Bellingham, Washington. Way too long. Dot com. Wait, yeah, exactly. Way <laughs> Wait, too long. Wait, Kowalski. Yeah. So make it make something it easy, easy to spell. simple. Yeah. Like, Especially for us dyslexics. Yep. Exactly. So um, that's a big thing that I think a lot of people don't even think about is how long their website address is. Yeah. 
Um, we talked about truck and van wraps a little bit already. Um, just how having professional wrap is so important to um, just giving that professional image. It changes to the company. A complete face yeah. of your company. Yeah. A white van pulling up, even if it's clean, versus a even okay, not duct tape lettering or spray paint. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but a basic wrap you can get for about twenty five hundred. You can go premium and spend as much as eighty five hundred. Um, you could, it could be hot though. They're doing some amazing, I'm looking at a guy in my, I don't know how he showed up on my Facebook feed, but he does, uh, vehicle wraps, custom vehicle wraps and not for advertising, like instead of a paint job and he's doing like Tesla's and Porsche's and Ferrari's and Mm -hmm. some of the wraps are crap because they'll show up at a shop and it'll be like bubbling off or whatever. And he'll be like, yeah, this dude probably got a discount off somebody who had a lot of experience, but mm-hmm. he's pumping out these vehicles and they're like matte gold mm-hmm. and like iridescent. They'll look white until you look at yep. them another way. And then it'll be pink and like yep. just some, some of the crazy. So you can spend 8,500 bucks and get the coolest wrap ever. And that is a massive way to attract attention. Yep. And then if you can even better, I'm going to go on a tangent here for a second. Okay. If you can theme it and then do crazy ass off the wall stuff. I got a dude who has a bubble machine. Swears by it. Huh. His entire community is based off this bubble machine. He absolutely loved it. It went down on him for like a week. He was in complete panic. And That's the kids wild. just come running out, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, it's happiness. He's bringing joy. So it's like and mounted on his truck. They are associating that awesome. feeling of happiness yeah. and joy and playfulness with his brand, and it is sticking. So, so this is the kind of stuff. perfect right there. Right? That's a great example exactly. of a unique thing, a unique, um, not and even it, a selling point. It has nothing to do with his business. It no. really is just And I haven't seen cool. his wrap, but what if what if his wrap was a great blue wrap that had bubbles mm-hmm. all over the side of it that matched the there theme and what he's trying to do and had maybe like, I don't know, clowns. Clowns are dangerous because yeah. there's so many people that are freaked out by clowns. Yeah, I mean, both of you guys like, made a face. Like, oh, I don't know. That'd be weird. <laughs> like, yeah. Richie, yeah. beep, beep. Richie, beep, beep. <laughs> yeah, maybe not clowns. <laughs> uh, anyway, I so would yes, recommend that. Wraps, but, yeah. good wraps. Yep. Get a good wrap. It is, mm-hmm. it, it, it's your um, representation of your business. It's more than a brand, right? Mm-hmm. That truck is your business. Yep. Like, how do you want your business represented by yep. Mr. That is a physical embodiment of yep. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or trucks or whatever, mm-hmm. trailers, so forth. Yeah, whatever it is, your vehicle, That's your, right. your 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 work vehicles, trailers, yeah, everything. Um, yeah, we can we can end there. Um, the visual identity stuff. There's a lot more we could go through. Um, other branding we'll elements. Bring it back. Yeah, and I think that'd be a great. Um, other podcast is not. I spent too much time less, on SMTP. Well, that's okay. It's good. That was it was relevant. I think. Um, we can go more in this in the future on um not just visual brand identity, but messaging and the personality of your brand and um, the perceived value of your brand, all these things. I have stuff where we could we could go off on that for a also, while. Also pay too. attention, like we walk what we talk. Mm-hmm. And so go look at our consistency, go look yep. at our identity, go look at our imagery, go look mm-hmm. at our videos, go look at our products, go consistency of our mm-hmm. brand is paramount. Yep. And and when we were small, right, the stickiness of the service monster tune yep. was really good for and playful for us. Yep. Uh, but now that we're, you know, growing quickly and very 
formidable force, mm-hmm. uh, an amazing team. Yeah, time to time to grow up a little yep. bit. Maybe might get a few more comments. Like, sad, I know, no more monster, but most monster. people are good about it. But I know. Yeah. yeah. Just so just wrapping it up then, um <laughs> there's it takes time to get it right. That's right. It takes time to get your brand right. And that's the thing is there's you can do trial and error with, with your branding stuff, like experiment a little bit. Um because you when you make the commitment, you want to be sure about right. it. Um but this is probably more important, I think, than a lot of service business owners think it is. Oh, um, of course. It's it's really it's one of those things I'm gonna that get so catch easily flack is for you don't need a real vet rep. Like you don't need really need to d- Okay, fine. Yeah, you don't yeah. really need to do that. Yeah. You don't need to. You don't need to. No. Of course but not. You should. <laughs> There's a difference <laughs> you don't there. You need to make money either. Yeah. <laughs> you should. <laughs> you should. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I mean it's this is a it's a fun kind of thing. Um, being able to talk about branding. So yep. I, I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah. It's interesting. Very good. And I hope so. you were interested and entertained as well. Yeah. Until next time, thank you so much for your attention. Come find us on all your social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and so forth. Uh, podcasting platforms like SoundCloud and iTunes. And uh, the one I've got on my, I got a new app players i I really like a lot of podcasts but the brand isn't sticky enough for me to remember it for this podcast so sorry unnamed podcasting platform who is it who knows (laughs) (laughs) all right guys thank you so much be safe thanks